marked the end of Speed Week and saw several winners of previous Daytona uh, compete against amateurs and pros alike. John Ashmead, 89, Daytona 200 winner, placed 18th and extended his mileage record to 4,533 miles. What what track are they on, man? Daytona, the big Daytona. Uh, They they use part of the oval and then they go to an infield section. So they are cracking 100 and... They redid that track, like... It's got a crazy fucking pitch to it, doesn't it? Uh, it's it's like thirty three percent or something like that. It's it's insane. Oh yeah, you're flattened out by the the G's you're pulling through there, you know, because it's, it's on a gentle curve, right? Yes. Yeah. Wild that'd be, shit. That's probably pretty cool, man. Uh, there's a picture of Kenny Roberts out there someplace. I have to put it up on Facebook, but he's just like flat out on his YZR five hundred, and the thing's just squatting as it goes by at one hundred and eighty miles an hour. Fucking great shot, great shot, good shit. Yeah, you gotta love that shit. So Ashmead has rolled up 4,500 miles in 200 races, in the 200, Daytona 200 races. The guy's been out there for fucking ever. Uh, since 88, came in 18th. Uh, he was a winner in 89. That's since the best 89. part of this. So he's tried to add to his total. He, right? he won his rookie year? Uh, I don't know about that. No, he'd been yeah, racing right. for a while. So he's been racing decades, you know, what, 30, 35 years? Fuck. He's got to be 40. <laughs> 75 year old John Ashmead. Uh, 2016 winner Michael Barnes had a strong uh, run this year until lap 24 when his R6's motor expired. Uh, pole sitter Frenchman Valentine DeBees led early until a crash put him out of the race. He was kind of pretty hard damaged on that, had to get flown back to uh, France. I think a compression of the vertebra, third vertebrae or something. Anyway, uh, that left Danny Eslick to run away with the win, uh, which makes four victories at the 200 for Danny Eslick. Uh, Corey West would claim runner-up with Robert, uh, excuse me, Robertino Pieri uh, claiming third on the last lap from, uh, just on the last lap from fourth place, Jeff May. Uh, Eslick took home 25 grand for his efforts. That's not bad, you know, 20 grand for second place, 15 for third. And uh, Jeff May just got squeezed out and stuck with 12.5. So if any of these guys owe you money, uh, good time to call them. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what were those names again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, race paid all the way to 40th place up to uh, 1300 bucks at the end there but yeah it was a good time one of my friends raced out Daytona with his TZ250 way back in the day huh. yeah, it was a good time I mean they started NASCAR out there right but they were on the sand out on the beach weren't they uh, way back in the day
All right, all right, all right. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the House of Pride Show live from San Francisco with your host, Tweaker Turner. Wow, what a show we have today, folks. In the studio with me, I can't believe she's here, is the one and only Dusty Porn. Hi, everybody. So excited to be back at House of Pride, and this time with you, Tweaker, as our hostess. Thrilled. Fabulous. And we have one more guest live in the studio. He's making me feel mighty real. That's the one and only Elsa Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me. Lovely to be here. Folks, don't go anywhere. We have a show for you in just two minutes. Yes, yes, yes. House of Pride Radio listening to Amori's new song. Amori, one of our LGBTQ family artists. He is in the East Bay. Uh, he has done a re-recording of the classic hit that everyone knows. You Make Me Feel Mighty Real by Sylvester. He used to work for Sylvester when he was a, just a young wee boy back in the day. And now he is gone and remade You Make Me Feel Mighty Real. That's the Amori mix. The remixer is Tweaky Turner. And Good work, Tweeka. Thank, thank you. Living for it. I love the compliments because we don't get paid these days, so compliments <laughs> as our monetary reward. Thank you so much. Right. Well, <laughs> and you can't take that to a grocery, market, grocery store, so... No, you take your... your, your e, what is that EBT card? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving up for my trip to Safeway someday. I'm saving my way up into the uh, produce department, yes. <laughs> no more canned foods. Um, hey, welcome. Wow, it was such a rare treat to have two live bodies in the studio and 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 what an occasion for you to uh, come you have a uh, you're launching a, a new live production folks that everyone should go buy tickets to go see entitled 
Thank you. It's called Without You, I'm Nothing in Drag. It's a drag version of the Sandra Bernhardt cult classic film, Without You, I'm Nothing. Where we... Without you. <laughs> and it's funny because Sylvester makes an appearance in yeah. it. As does Prince, as does Nina Simone, it's as a play does by Apollonia. <laughs> Mighty, Real is in, Mighty Real is integral to the show. Right. So that was a very nice intro. Thank you. This is kismet, I, I just kind of like tapped into the your... You like, did. And thank you for calling me a live body. That's the nicest thing anyone said to me in quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. We like know. having the bar lowered because it can only be better than that. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just have to get away from scruff and, uh, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> yeah, that made no sense. Did it? <laughs> I was reaching for, okay, never mind. I'm on it right now, actually. <laughs> Don't distract me, Tweeka. All right. Well, I'm super excited here. Let's, folks, go to, if you're listening to us, or 25 of you, go to your Facebook account. Hundreds. 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 And pull it up. It's an invite out. You're, you've been sending it out to folks. Um mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, for those of you who are familiar with the film, what we're doing is we're taking uh, each little scene, little vignette from Sandra's one-woman show in which she plays all these different personas, um, and we're giving each number to a different drag queen. Um, if you're the the movie itself is sort of a loosely knit collection of monologues and songs that sort of describe this fictional character, loosely based on Sandra Bernhardt her ascension to fame through being a musician. Mm-hmm. It's a really, it's a really, I mean, it's kind of a cult classic. I find when I mention it to queer people, you know, in the Gen X age range. Like of 20, a certain age. Of a certain age. <laughs> like us. 25% like are like, oh my gosh, I love that movie so yeah. much. The Dra- other, drag the queens others, of a certain age. Drag queens <laughs> of a certain age. Uh, and drag fanciers. <laughs> Thank you. And for, drag fluffers. Thank you for calling me of a certain age. That's very kind as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm in that category (laughs) yeah i think that's sort of what determines a cult classic right is that there's that sort of that that demographic that just goes nuts for it and they all have a story and they want to tell you the story we were sharing some of those stories at the first big cast rehearsal last night and it's really it was one of those movies i don't know this is how old it it was it came out in 1990 i sort of remember it being passed around on a vhs cassette like it was a (laughs) little treasure that you sort of shared around it was kind of rare and seeing it Ever since I started doing drag, I really have thought of doing Without You, I'm Nothing, a drag version. I do a couple of numbers from the movie regularly anyway. Because the movie is so much, there's so much in it that aligns with drag because it's all about it's uh it rips it rips apart celebrity culture it riffs on the notion of fame and drag does that too it also really touches uh, ideas of appropriation it touches ideas of you know how pop music steals from queer culture as well as like uh african-american culture it really talks about a lot of things that i think are very relevant to drag and to today Mm -hmm. so i'm really i think it's really it's it's very relevant to it's very ripe for a drag remake absolutely and it's not just one show ladies and gentlemen it's two shows only (laughs) two shows only for now if we sell out we'll add another one (laughs) and and what's funny is sandra happens to be in the bay area the weekend of that second show so we have all sorts of fantasies i'm sure not about getting shut down (laughs) but about her showing up i'm sure she's listening sandra you get a comp (laughs) ticket just one dear general admission (laughs) <laughs> and that is a Saturday, November 10th, and Friday, November 16th 
at the it's at piano fight which is a wonderful theater with a bar attached so come have a drink and watch a wonderful show piano fight has been so it's such a great venue have us. a couple of drinks and yeah. also really a great menu honestly not just sort of standard bar food of course that wouldn't fly in san francisco anyway but come 8 30 give yourself an hour and a half to dine and drink and listen oh to there's this. a menu there's food it's not it's really quite good yeah it's like uh, little sliders anyway well, listen well, to this uh, sliders well cruising would definitely be there <laughs> right listen to this cast list you ready okay. wait i'm not ready hold on oh. hold, hold on <laughs> hold on one Twiga, second you can't take this cast list you can't take it uh, it's just so i just can't believe i just can't believe it hold on one second. <laughs> oh my god okay i'm almost ready i'm Twiga's almost pushing all these buttons it's very arousing <sighs> oh, oh. okay i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> Tweeka's on the floor. I wish you could see this. All right. Starting with, in no particular order, except maybe alphabetical, Busta right open. Fabulous drag king. It's not all queens. We've got a drag king. Buster's amazing. Dusty porn. Who's that? That's... I, I don't know who Some that trash. is. I don't know. She, she forced us to audition her. Elsa Touche, That's producer, me. director. And star. Yay. Gia Maka. <laughs> Gia. Choreographer of several scenes. So wonderful. Intensive Claire. She's so famous. Because she's intense and she's a nurse in real life. I think I've used her on my face. She probably could help you out, sweetie. Uh, Monty Kia. Wonderful performer. Fabulous young queen. queen not of a certain age. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a vacation look. <laughs> she's of an uncertain age. Is that what we say? She's, for a, cute, young she's a cute young thing. She, yeah. Portia Gesa, also of an uncertain age. Another cute young thing. <laughs> yes. Pretty, you know, like Cher, pretty only has one name. She's coming out of retirement. She was quite big on the scene a few years ago, but she's she's set aside drag for a, a career in the legitimate theater. Exactly. She's coming back to drag for this special production. We're so, very excited to have her. We're not sure if it's an upgrade or a downgrade, but I'm going to assume it's an upgrade. Um, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slope. Talon Marks coming up from San Jose, gracing us with her amazing presence. The pristine condition. Oh, I love her. Yes. And her name, of course, Who honoring doesn't? the great coquette from the 70s. I know you can ride on that sometimes. Oh, yes. I've, I've preserved myself well. Yes. And then, of course, my drag mother, the one and only Euphoria. Of course, the same name as the song we may very well be hearing later. Yes. yes. Brava. Brava. She's such a survivor. She's she a gem. Fabulous. And then in a jewel box performance. A, this is, people really love her. <laughs> <laughs> Not jewel. Um, Valentine. Valentine yes, is also gracing us. Yes, a dear, us. dear friend of mine doing some wonderful impersonations. Bring in the money. <laughs> yes, so Valentine happens to be playing one of the celebrities in the show. Particular queen that was famous for singing. People, people who need people. Oh, Liza Minnelli. <laughs> <laughs> Clang when someone tears the studio apart. God damn it! Right. Right, so Babs is another one of the celebrities that shows up in the show. If you're familiar... Just a side pl plot. Do you see my dog anywhere? She's right there, oh. sweetie. She's right there. Oh, good yeah. boy. She's okay. being, oh, he. He's he. been a good boy. Yes. Gender... Why am I being so binary? Now, ladies, right. now, ladies we're going to have a um, billboard recording artist call... In Yes. I'm excited. And we're going to just take a si si sub, uh, sidebar. Totally. On that. I think she's calling now. Let's see if we can get this Great. working. Okay. Hello, it's Tweaky Turner. You're live on the air. Who are we speaking with? 
Hi, it is Harper Starling. Oh, Harper Starling is here, folks. Welcome, this is Harper. Fabulous. Hi, Harper. <laughs> Go in the building. I am doing great. How are you guys? We're doing great too. Let me. Um, I'm Tweaker, as a, as you know, but let me go around the room. Um, we have fans of yours here. We have Dusty Porn. Hi, sweetie. Did you hear me introduce my drag mother, whose name is Euphoria, the name of your hit? We're yes. excited yes. about that. Um, and by the way, I love your name. Oh, thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you. And we uh, oh, go ahead, honey. And I'm Elsa, dear. Very nice to meet Hi. you. Hi. Very, very nice to meet you, Elsa. Yes, it is. Thank you. So we have a You're lot welcome. of questions for you, Harper. But the first question is, have you performed in San Francisco? And if not, when are you coming? I did perform in San Francisco. I actually performed for San Francisco Pride, something I was super, super excited and very blessed to do. is something I always wanted to do. And I 100% hope I'm coming back again because I would love to be back and performing with all of you guys how did it go now that was this summer here on the main yep. stage i that's right uh, i correct. totally I was remember actually that. on one of the side stages yeah nice wonderful that yeah now that is like isn't that like biggest pride in one one of the biggest in the world probably i think yeah. only like berlin or sydney might uh be equal or larger it's not about yeah. size size doesn't really matter now <laughs> well indeed. every every <laughs> queen says that but it's not true <laughs> indeed <laughs> every queen was out and i was living for it I i'm it sure so well we love you look fabulous now what, what did you did it take a long time to come up with that the perfect pride outfit well, I wanted to do something a little, you know, more flashy. And so I um, brought on my wonderful friend, Melissa B. Fierce, who is also a drag queen. She helped uh, create that outfit for me. Mm. So I was very, very proud to wear that. Fabulous. And how did you do, um, how many songs did they let you do this year? I did two of them. I did my uh, first single, which is called Disco Mirror Dream, which obviously... It's a funny story with how that came about. And then um, I closed it with Euphoria. Awesome. Nice. And now, folks, uh, Harper has a new song. It's it's, go, it's shooting up Billboard now called um, One One Call Away. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. It's just, just this week, it came out as uh, number four on the breakout charts on the Billboard. Congratulations. Yeah, folks. And that means the next uh, next reporting, it should, do, it should be debuting in the top 50. 50 I think that is have. That's correct. I'm really excited. Pop out the champagne and yes, <laughs> Get, hang out with the the Perry twins. Yeah. Now you're. Are you in LA as well? I am in LA. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I was very very fortunate to work with them uh, for Euphoria. I actually rich, uh, originally wrote that song um, with a wonderful woman named Cassia Livingston, who wrote a lot of uh, Britney Spears uh, hits. And mm. so um, we wrote it initially on the piano, kind of as a acoustic version and then the twins saw it they loved it and they uh kind of created their own little spin they knew i was like i'm obs like obsessed with the 80s like <laughs> even the shoulder pads and everything maybe not the mullets but <laughs> uh yeah let's <laughs> like stay clear of the mullets it. It the so <laughs> they kind of added their own little spice to it and then um they did something very similar for this new single as well awesome um well, let's um, let's have a, uh, a a quick listen. Stay on, stay right there of, of to um, the big hit from this summer, Euphoria, and this is the uh, the Perry Twins um, radio edit, folks. Here, here's just a little sample, and you can download all of these these songs right off of iTunes, like I did. Here goes. I don't need 
Uh, just a little sample of now, Dusty. I know you've danced on the ceiling. I have. <laughs> I'm actually on the ceiling now. Yes. I was loving that. Your hair is so high; it, it actually dusts the ceiling. Yes, it was so hard for me to not be like. I love that. It's a great hook. So did yeah. you did you write? Were you responsible for that, Harper? The hook and the songwriting. Yep. Um, the whole. Um, I, so I co-wrote that with uh, Cassia, and the concept for it, honestly, um, as cliche as it's going to sound, it really ended up paralleling uh, my own life. Uh, it's essentially about kind of letting go of your fears and your doubts and just being yourself. Um, I really struggled growing up kind of being the odd girl out. Um, I actually I was born with Tourette's, and so that was something a little different um, for kids. And, you know, sometimes some harsh things were said, and really music was kind of the way kind of help get me through that and wow so can i can i interject yeah yeah, um so i didn't know people could be born with tourette's syndrome now that's like the syndrome where you just shout out things randomly well um about 10 percent of cases are that's usually what they show on tv because that's kind of (laughs) (laughs) a little more noticeable that way and obviously a little more entertaining to see but i have um I have a lot of motor tics and a lot of um, like vocal clearing is what I do a lot. Oh, okay. And it's not intent. Obviously, it's involuntary and it's a neurological thing. And um, the onset came when I was around eight years old. So mm. even though you have it, it actually lies dormant unless some type of usually like strep throat or something is kind of what starts. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. You, you don't actually randomly shout out like odd things when, to, to your friends or. <laughs> no, but sometimes I said that can be an excuse. Yes. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Breath. Sorry. If, if you want to get out of a relationship that it's not working, you could like pull that one. Too. <laughs> I really, really right. love that. I really love that that's where your music comes from and that that's where the songs comes from. I can hear the spirit of that in it. And I'm a psychotherapist in real life, so that really resonates to me too. Yeah, I shouldn't say I real that. life. That's this is all it. real life. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. God, that got deep right there. Let's go there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We can. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you guys really enjoy that. And I'm so happy that other people were able to connect to that. Because for me, I mean, I obviously love dance music and, you know, the house and the deep uh, beats and everything like that. But I needed my music to have a message. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I obviously was given a gift of my voice, and so I just want to spread that to other people, and I'm glad that people were able to connect. They, they certainly did. It went all the way up to number one. Is that your first Billboard release? That was my first Billboard release. So, wow. lo and behold, it went to number one. I'm like, awesome. Congratulations. Did you have a good feeling off the, off the when, you know, off the top? I, I did, and after we wrote it, because we pretty much got it, Cassie and I wrote that within about an hour. Oh, wow. And it just, it was one thing after another. You know, I had told her um, about the concept of the song. And actually, the title Euphoria I got from an article online. I just saw 
this word and that really resonated with me. Um, I'm sure it was about the story of the drag queen. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, it just, it, one thing led to another. And then when we played it and the final version came out, we went, gosh, this is really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was so excited. I was, it, it got delayed a couple of times, but you know, when the moment was right, we just knew it was going to kick off. And I'm so, so thankful and blessed that people are responding the way that they are to it. Have you been uh, performing? Do you have a busy itinerary with uh, live gigs other than you did the Pride? Do you have, what, do you, what else are you doing yes, this I year? I did the Pride season and um, actually a couple of other things are in the works. Uh, performing in more of uh, West Hollywood, downtown LA. I'm looking to come to San Francisco, to San Diego, kind of doing the West Coast tour. So I definitely look forward to giving all of you guys the details of that so yes if i we would love for you to come back up here to san francisco that would be hot for sure yes i would love to (laughs) i would love to be around there i loved the energy from san francisco pride i really really like the vibe of san francisco it's something that it's kind of funny the only experience i ever had from it initially because i'm born and raised in Wisconsin was from Full House. That was my... Oh. <laughs> oh <God. laughs> so I'm like... That, that was your intro to San Francisco. Where is the trolley? <laughs> but I, I really, really had a good time there. Good. What, what do your family think of the success? Do they Are they into the music? They're very much into it. I'm very, very lucky to have such a, a supportive and loving family. They... I initially went for something completely different in college. I actually went to school for physical therapy. Um, And so when I decided to pursue uh, my love of music, you know, at first I was like, oh, okay, that's different, but go for it, kid. And I'm so, so thankful that they are as supportive as they are. My dad actually has come out here to L.A. since I moved out here maybe about 14 times. <laughs> oh yes, that sounds supportive. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm so 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 thankful for them. And you know, my sister is my number one fan. She got a tattoo of my logo um, <laughs> on her. So, <laughs> wow, that is. Now I'm mad at my sister. I mean, come on, <laughs> Dusty. You call your family right after I mean, this show. Yeah, <laughs> and you better mad. get a tattoo of me on you <laughs> if you love me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> well. Uh, Elsa and Dusty, do you want to hear a little bit of the new song Bring that Harper on. has out? Heck yeah. Tell, tell us, Harper, a little bit about the backstory for One Call Away. Yeah, so One Call Away, um, when I kind of boil it all down, is essentially a kind of F you to the people who say that they love you, but they have their own judgments and opinions and don't respect your own mm. and what would make you happy in your life. Mm. So that you know this is kind of the <clears throat> i don't need that kind of love thank you bye with a snap with a snap and you have the uh the perry twins uh, working with you on this one as well yes that's correct and i also um got very lucky i co-wrote it with carlos um Beattie, who is part of the jackie boys who have written a lot of songs for justin bieber and uh for madonna and for jason derulo i i was so 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 blessed to work with them Awesome. Um, folks, uh, 
all of Harper's music is on iTunes and all major distribution sites. So if you're interested in hearing more, go there now. I'm I'm actually on the page now. I'm gonna. I just purchased one call away, the Perry Twins Club Mix. Uh, shall we have a little listen to it, Harper? Are you ready? Mm. Yes, I'm very <laughs> excited for you folks to hear it. Here it goes, just a little bit. Don't go anywhere. Oh man, that's a great mm-hmm. song too. The melody is really nice. It's uh, very melodic. Thank the, you the very theme much. Is you, yeah, the theme as you describe it made me think of Carly Simon's You're So Vain, and I wonder if the people in your life that that's about know it's about them. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? Oh my gosh, that's a perfect, perfect parallel. Okay. I, I wasn't even thinking about that at the time, and now that you said that, I went, oh my gosh, it's exactly like that. <laughs> so Harper, you've been doing, it sounds like, some of the some of the queer nightlife circuit have you seen a drag queen perform one of your songs yet because oh, there that's you coming go. that's coming <laughs> that's the true test. it might be me so keep your eye on youtube darling i, I swear to god that is a goal of mine oh, drag sweet. queen i love drag queens so much and i'm so in awe i'm always like gosh they look so much better than I do. Oh, I, 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 we, we've seen pictures, Joe. I know that's not true, at least not in our case. Right. But uh, I, but I'm so in awe. I, I have enjoyed drag queens. I remember the very first drag queen show I went to um, in Milwaukee, and from that moment on, I was hooked, and I was going on like a weekly basis. And now that I'm out here, actually, my choreographer is a drag queen um as well and so she performs sometimes and so i oh what's her what's her name let's do a shout out her name is lexi ron Lexi ron hey Hey, lexi hey girl (laughs) (laughs) but oh my gosh if i could see someone I, I think it's going to be Elsa. Concert. Yeah, she so has I'm, a show coming up. <laughs> I mean, you think singing's hard. Oh Lip syncing is hella hard. Yes. You got We have this to film it and send it to you. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh! Please do. I swear that would make my life. I would be so happy. I'll probably end up crying. El- Elsa knows how to do a box step, yes. so it might be a challenge. I was going to say, I'm not one of those. I'm not one of those queens who like moves around or anything. But right. <laughs> it's okay, girl. Just look fabulous. Yes. <laughs> need to do but my gosh i would probably end up crying because i would be that hard i'm I'm not making that up i'm obsessed with like rupaul's drag race gosh i just i'm so entertained (laughs) well we want to uh thank you for uh, joining us today on house of pride radio and i hope it's not the last time i hope this is the beginning of a a nice relationship between you and us oh i absolutely absolutely would love to to work with you guys again and to do another interview. I enjoyed this so much. We did too. And especially as one call away, uh, let's say, let's make a, a tentative date when it cracks the top 10, we're going to call you back. Oh, yes. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> 
Awesome, folks. Uh, once again, it was such a pleasure talking to Miss Harper Starling. Yep. Let's have a nice round of applause for her. Yeah. And the song is One Call Away. We're going to go out with more of that uh, Harper. So um, and that's how we're going to end our segment. Thank you so much. And you have a, a great rest of your evening. And Thank you. You all as well. Thank, Thank you, San Francisco. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Love your spirit. Right, all right, more House of Pride Radio. Now, that was so much fun, wasn't it? It really was. I like her. I yeah. do too. Yeah, I would. I would if I were if I were years younger. I would do drag as Harper Starling. <laughs> no, I think you're in the hot seat now to do that Euphoria song. <laughs> Euphoria should do the Euphoria song. Right? That would be a it's that would be a nice for her. That'd be that's... a nice match. Yeah. That would be a nice match. She's the one who's covering. Uh, she's doing the Sylvester Mighty Real number among other numbers in uh, the Without You I'm Nothing in drag. Um, so glad to have Euphoria. All the cast is last night. We we had a rehearsal last night and it just went really well. I'm so excited about seeing this this vision of having a drag version of this movie come to life. It's yeah, really exciting. It's it's, it's, it's a hot ticket. It's yeah, it's really fun because uh, I mean we collaborate on numbers through, you know for other gigs around town. But there's something about having a full cast with an actual show. I'm sorry, an actual show with a full cast and that actual collaborative process that can happen over maybe a little longer period. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really neat to be a part of that. I'm super excited because you know, from being a drag performer, there's you, you, you know, you work really hard, and then you have a number, and then it's you know, three and a half minutes or four minutes, and it's over. It's it's very that's and that's fun too. That's fun too. But it's also very satisfying to create something. Uh, larger and longer and have 12 people coming together over the course of a month or two and, and really collaborating. It's exciting. Right. And I and I was sort of joking uh, with Harper about, you know, you think singing's hard, try lip syncing. But what's neat about this show is that it's, it's really a play with music more than a musical. And I don't know how often that's been done, like a lip synced play with music. Um, and I think that's kind of a neat specialized niche category. And that's why I think it, one of the reasons why this is a special experience for audiences to see something like that. Absolutely. And folks, this is going to be at the Piano Fight, which is located at 144 Taylor Street. In, is that in the Tenderloin? It's in the, go- it's a, in the rich heart of the Tenderloin. <laughs> yes. It's really a great space. A they have space. two kind of black boxes and then they have an area outside by the bar that they sometimes use for bands and other drag shows. It's a great space because often with drag shows you're not able to get that kind of theatrical vibe but you are able to get that with this black box it's, mm-hmm. yes it's the real deal without you I'm nothing 
In drag. Parentheses in drag. And here's a couple. Uh, we're going to share some quotes from the show. You ready? <laughs> can we each take a turn reading them? Oh, okay. Or you can read a different one. Okay. All right. This is from my number. Not that it's about me, but here we go. I mean, this kitsch wasn't shit. This was good quality kitsch. The kind of kitsch you want in your house. It's funny when we when we have been talking about the show to people who are fans of it. Immediately they start quoting lines from it. It's that kind of a cult classic. Okay, it's your turn. You quote something now. Oh gosh, uh, my father was a proctologist. My mother was an abstract artist. That's how I view the world. That's a good one. <laughs> okay, here you go, Tweeka. Oh, it's my this turn. This one's a little has a little more gravitas. If you should wake up one long, lonely and night and feel that you're all alone, remember, you are. <laughs> right? So that particular quote to me really speaks to that piece of everything is on an edge. There's sort of the edge of like self-love and self-hate. There's the edge of tribute versus appropriation. There's the edge of like high camp versus sincerity. The edge of sort of beauty versus grotesqueness and i think that tension is what makes this show so interesting mm. and and w- what we're really having fun playing with such drama well, a lot of those things are what drag is about too for me or what some drag is about i mean there's that there's the element of her that character being an outsider and wanting to be part of this celebrity and fame and sort of the fantasy or the the fantasy of fame which is kind of what a lot of drag creates you know we are wow wearing a $12 dress glued together performing on a shoe size box in front of 14 people but the illusion we're creating is of being a grand diva in front of a 10,000 people you know you know singing our guts out and there's kind of that even if it's in your own and mind it's it's, yeah. it's making it's, it's in your own mind and it's making it's making fun of that but also also you know trying to achieve it there's something really magical that in some drag numbers that do that so and, and what that's was what, this movie what does. was the tag you said that that is something yeah. sorry what did you call that beautiful not beautiful by night but you just I don't remember. I know, but it was, I was thinking that would be a good name for a drag show. Beautiful by... No. That's not a Pisana's thing. But when you said that's in your head, yeah, <laughs> that's like, in your head, that's a great that. drag show. That's already a movie. Fantasy, I'm, the I'm, fantasy something, what did you say? Do you it's, remember, it's, honey? I don't know. I was. I think I was saying that it was part... <laughs> oh, okay. The, it's, part, it's, it's the fantasy and you try to make it real, but it's also, you're not... There's that fine line between living the fantasy but also it's kind of mocking the notion of fame because a lot of drag it's not just gender illusion it's also gender fuckery it's not just fame illusion it's also fame fuckery and i i love that i love dancing on the edge of that and this movie does that sandra bernhardt her comedy does that and she was really at her peak i think uh with this film as far as her her comedy and and obviously uh, Madonna was a contemporary and a friend and oh, similarly Madonna the day, yeah. did the same thing right mm-hmm. she did the same thing playing with different genres different eras appropriating from different cultures so it's interesting to have Sandra sort of pulling the curtain away a little bit more literally than Madonna I think ever did yeah because she's actually with she's, a little more of a wink she's actually mocking herself for doing it right, right? I, don't, I don't think Madonna she just made a career Madonna doesn't have Madonna doesn't have that that ability to mock herself right it's that whole additional layer yeah. i love madonna don't madonna, madonna people don't come for me did the oxygen just leave the room i mean all the trolls the comments and the trolls are going to come after us let's take a short musical break we'll be right back with more 
All right, we're back. I just wanted to, I, that song seems to go really well with the theme here. <laughs> I love that song. I love that song. And it's in the, in the show, Sandra covers, so she's, she's quite a good singer, for those of you who only know her as a comic actress. She has a, she has a great voice. And she actually, nowadays, when she tours, she does more singing than, than comedy. Um, she covers a, a, a number of songs, some comically and some some not as comically, but there's always that ironic edge. It's the, it's very Gen X. It's dripping with irony, and that's kind of what makes it what makes it funny. But yeah. at the same time, she's trying to be artsy, and that's what we can do as drag performers is kind of take her down a peg and make fun of that as well. So there's that fun drag layer. So you're obviously a big fan. I'm a huge fan. I'm a I'm a huge fan, especially of this movie. Really, like I watched this as a very young queer person, and it was thrilling because, like I say, it was addressing issues that I wasn't seeing a lot of. Comedy comedy do Sandra Bernhardt I think you know really she's 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 kind of a she was she, this 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 movie is kind of a masterpiece I think and also it's ripe for parody because it kind of thinks it's a masterpiece you know what I mean so it needs to be knocked down a peg it's just perfect Sandra call Elsa for Christ's sakes I know Sandra <laughs> we are so she's pl- so and I'll just plug Sandra too since we're parodying her shit Sandra is playing at the blue note in Napa the weekend of the closing weekend of our show so the sixth the 15th and 16th 16th and 17th so if you're up in Napa and you want to see the real Sandra after you see our drag performance on the 16th you can do that mm. so uh go see Sandra's show. We might actually be there if she hasn't put out a restraining order, you know, cease yeah, and desist, I mean, that yeah. kind of thing. But the nature of her shows obviously has shifted with her age and I think it's a little bit more How true. Dare like, you. It's a little more true sort of cabaret lounge act now rather than like a, a necessarily... Well, how old is she? Jesus. How dare <laughs> you? Um, I don't know how old she... She must I, be like 60 because Madonna be in her, is 60. She must be in her early 60s. I think she's a little bit older than Madonna and I think in her, you know, the movie, so that her one woman show was in the late 80s in New York and the yeah. movie came out in 1990 based on it. Oh, uh, with it's like that old thing. already? Oh it's that God. old. And I think it really, but I think it really picked up steam and became more of a cult classic. I, like I say, I think it was, it was, you know, queer people passing around this holy grail of the VHS yes. tape. It really was. That was my intro. A friend made a mixtape for me and I thought, what is this? I didn't really get all the layers at the time, but I thought this person's really a cultural junkie and you can just tell the way that she weaves storytelling with these classic songs. I love that so much. And that's the other, I mean, she. there's lots of jokes, lots of jokes, lots of uh, jokes that refer to uh, celebrities and political figures and things of the era. So this is kind of the last chance to do this the drag version of this show because these these names that she checks are about to be totally forgotten. <laughs> I mean, many of them obviously have already well, they're, passed. They'll live on with your like tour of the I... I'm not I with who that's the song. Right. <laughs> Without you, I'm nothing. I mean, if you're... In drag. Yes. Now I, touring the U.S. <laughs> at, well, at least touring the Tenderloin at Piano Fight yes. and opens uh, November 10th. And if you go to pianofight.com, you can get information about um, getting tickets. Yes. Well, where can you get tickets? Can you give some away now for the second caller? Uh, if someone wants to call, I can give them a discount if code. If they have a really, really probing and inappropriate question for us, we'll give you a ticket. Oh, God. Okay. So, <laughs> so folks, <laughs> call us at 415-550-0511. That's 415-550-0511 with your most inappropriate question for Dusty or Elsa. And you will win a ticket, too, without you. I am nothing in drag. We'll be right back after this short musical break.
Ladies and gentlemen, we have our caller on the air. All right, caller, you're number second caller. Who are we speaking to? Uh, my name is Lily. Hi, Lily, and where are you from? I'm in San Francisco. And what is your most inappropriate question for Dusty and Elsa? Um, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering uh, if, if Dusty and, how Dusty and Elsa feel about Sandra Bernhard. Without you, I'm nothing. Because apparently, I'm supposed to say how much I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this and was I not a plant. No, I have no idea what it what it sounds like. That's not. I, I thought you were going to ask them if they like are into spooning or something. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I feel like if they were, they probably would be into spooning Sandra Bernhard. Yes, Is that true. Well, Elsa would. I, I mean, I I think I mean Sandra Bernhard. I think she's kind of elbowy and probably kind of a restless sleeper. So I don't know. This is just my imagination. I thought about it. Have, I'm sure you have, have separate <laughs> separate beds. I think You'd she have would. Separate have, I think beds. she would insist on separate beds. Well, a number and separate also, wings of a house. And she's married. She's she ha, she's very happily married to a woman. So I think that would become an issue in our relationship Ooh. as well. It, it, it might be the third wheel. <laughs> yes, I think who, I would be who, left who, out. Who would you choose soon together? Dusty. No. Oh, I missed that one. <laughs> who, who would you choose The question is, together? have you guys ever had sex with each other? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who would I most like to spoon? Well, the three of like, if oh. you and Elsa. And Tweeka as well? Can I we all spoon we're, together? We're actually spooning yeah. each other right now as we speak. I we're would naked. bring in, gosh, that's a great question. Can it be, um, can it be this adorable? S- I'm going to say Seth Green. Seth Green? <laughs> That is not what I was expecting. I mean, that shows you how old I am. Veto. He's so 15 years ago, but <laughs> veto. 
But on that note, congratulations, Lily. You won a ticket. Yeah, you're going to come. Yeah, you're going to come. Two. And my answer is my answer is Jason Bateman. By the way, but nobody asked. Everyone's just going to let that fly on by. Wow, you're both living in a different time. Who now, Lily? Before we let you go, who would you, if you had to spoon one person and have to decide in like in three seconds, who would it be? Go. Oh shoot. Okay. Um. Uh, Barack Obama, I guess. Ooh. Oh, wow, that's a that, that that's one to think about, Dusty. That has a lot of meaning to it. We weren't quite on that level. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should have said Jason Schwartzman. Oh, that's nice too. Yes, I would do, do both the Jasons, Schwartzman and yeah. Bateman. Oh yeah, at the same time. Yeah. There Wait, we go. so what did I win a ticket to? Um, <laughs> Dusty'll tell you. It's a show called "Without You, I'm Nothing" in drag. It's the drag version of a Sandra Bernhardt movie called "Without You, I'm Nothing," Aww. and um, it's going to be a fabulous show at Piano Fight uh, in November. It's actually opens a. A month from today on November 10th, is that right? Oh, Am I doing the math correctly? Yeah, yeah November 10th and 16th. You'll really enjoy it. Okay. Trust me, I we'll force you to. Do you have Lily's info or do we need to take it? I do. Okay, fabulous. Lily, congratulations. How do you feel? I mean, I feel like just like a princess, right? <laughs> and she's a therapist, so for you to ask her how she feels just made her weak. <laughs> yeah, oh, because often your clients are like telling you how they feel, and you never really get to <laughs> just sit back and like, thank, oh, thank you, thanks, Lily. Mm-hmm. Do you, did you Bye. want to share more, Lily? Now I feel, I feel bad that because well, <laughs> all right, that's another show. Lily, thank you for calling in House of Pride Radio, and congratulations on winning tickets to Without You, I'm Nothing in Drag. Woo-hoo, thank you. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Let's have a nice round of applause for Lily. Yay! <laughs> and we hang up. Okay. Fabulous! We actually had a caller. That's I'm so happy now. That made my night. <laughs> so, Dusty, you were going to sing for us. Well, so I, I just you... want to back up for a second okay. and say that what's so interesting about the show, again, is that it's almost entirely lip-synced. Um, but when we were looking at the number that I chose to do, um, which has the song, the, the wonderful Hank Williams song, I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry, as sort mm-hmm. of one of the, the jewels of the piece, we were talking about whether I might sing that live and just sort of have that. Because Dusty can sp- sing. Dusty has a good voice. Will oh, you be the judge? I'll be, yes, I will. But, but yeah, <laughs> just to see if that particular part of it might be unique and might be interesting for that scene. And so we're working on that right now, seeing if we can make that live. So I thought, oh, I, I you know, really want to bring you all down, grab your popcorn, grab your little snuggie, Twizzlers. snuggle up on the couch. And just going to sing a teeny, teeny bit of that song just to give you a little bit of that vibe. <clears> and it's going to be acapella. What key is it in? The key of life. Dusty. Whatever key <laughs> she key of gets life. right now. That was great. Yes. Yeah. So just a little portion of it. Mm-hmm. Hear that lonesome whippoorwill. He sounds too blue to fly. The midnight train is whining low I'm so lonesome I could cry Thank you, Dusty. Oh, that's it? 
<laughs> just a little clip. Why we're not going to give away? We're not going to give away the milk because Te- then people won't buy the cow. Teasers, right tweak about that. teasers. Yes. <laughs> and just imagine harmonica and guitar in the background and a fabulous drag king strumming a ukulele behind me with a studded costume and one of those wigs that you wear and one of those wigs that i wear it's that cost dozens of dollars it's gonna be cute it's funny because in the movie that's that is one of the moments in the movie that is seems almost purely emotional that doesn't have irony and isn't sort of mocking what it's saying it's so like I, a, I like i like the fact that that's the a live song moment. i can see that like it's a moment of truth like yeah. the white light comes on and right. it's like the the heart of what the story the whole story is about it's yeah. a moment of a moment yeah. of a moment of yeah a moment of actual sweet tenderness i feel like yeah and so that's we, why we all want to be one. loved right yeah. it all comes oh, down to that what much. are you feeling tweaker <laughs> my words can my feelings can best be expressed in this song <laughs> yay Yes, De- Debbie Reynolds, one and only number one hit. Right. <laughs> Debbie had some good tunes. Long live Debbie. God rest her soul. Oh, poor thing. But um, that's how I feel. <laughs> I was like, oh. I do, that's I pretty have, deep, isn't it? I have a Debbie number in my repertoire. It's the, it's the song from um, uh, Charlotte's Web, Mother Earth and Father Time. Oh, oh my God. God. Right. She was the voice of the spider. She was. Yeah, so that when mo- Elsa did that at the Edge Bar, I was a puddle. I don't, I I don't remember how that goes. Can we do, have hear a little bit of it? Um, I don't sing like Dusty does, but look it up. And plus, plus also, oh, that song girl. makes me cry. That's one of those songs performing in drag that I I'm actually getting misty as I'm doing it. You should so. do it as a spider with a big web. I did do it as a spider. Oh, and I, oh, if you incredible. can picture the edge bar, I crawled down from that rafter there. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Was Dusty in the spider web? I was in the audience. Which was your head showing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get me out of here. <laughs> it's the only part I can remember is the part that goes like, Mother Earth and Father Time. That sounded There nice. you go. That's about, there, that's, there that's go. all we got. Oh my God. That was pretty. I don't sing. I just lip sync. Oh, you sing? No, no. Uh, Elsa, as many of you in the audience know, she stri- <laughs> she stretches is what we call it, based on the Elaine Stritch School of Singing, which yes. is sort of like a Sprechstimme if you speak German, and it's a wonderful art form. I vocalize. I'm a vocal. I'm a char- I'm a character singer. Right. <laughs> you're, you're a belter. No. A belter. Yeah, that's a good. So I'm from the school of bel canto, and Elsa's from the school of can belto. (laughs) (laughs) That's Italian for socket to me. But let's reiterate: this is uh, once in a lifetime, folks, to see the real deal right here in San Francisco, homegrown and watered, and uh, the fruit of their labor will be shown this November 10th. Yeah, it opens November 10th at Piano Vite. And um, if you're a fan of the movie, we invite you to come, uh, especially. But if you're not a fan of the movie, but just enjoy drag, it's going to be a very special, fun evening. And you'll still be able to follow follow along and get a lot of laughs and maybe even have a feeling or two. Um, And there's booze, so. (laughs) And again, what's really neat, too, is that we're reimagining it. So it's not just a literal interpretation of either the Off-Broadway or the movie. It's a whole new 
schlemiel schlemazel so really coming in oh with some, some new ideas uh coming in with some playful things of course that only drag queens would do and right. so it's it's its own reimagined piece it's without you i'm nothing but drag okay got it it's gonna be great <laughs> the redux as in duck face <laughs> duck dynasty as in duck dynasty <laughs> Um, so, folks, you can get the tickets online. Just go to their Facebook page. Yeah, or go to pianofight.com, and uh, their calendar will have a link to tickets. Or, you know, find me on Facebook, Elsa Touche, T-O-U-C-H-E is yeah. my name. And, and you save $5 if you pre-buy online. Mm-hmm. So buy and them so now. I'm sorry, dollars online, yes, selling out fast like Cabbage Patch Kids. You buy in person, you pay 30 It's $5 more. And also, you might not get in. They don't, there's not a lot of tickets at the door. How, how big so is the house? It's uh, well, there's 92 seats, and then they can add a front row of chairs that ups it to a little bit over 100 if mm-hmm. need be. And once again, it's a cast of uh, local luminaries. Yes, pristine condition, euphoria. Who are the other folks again? Val, Buster Ride Open, Portia Gesa, Monty Kia, Talon Cla- Marks, Intensive, Intensive Claire, Claire, Gia, Gia Meka, Sorry, I said Pretty that coming out of retirement Pretty. for us. Cruising and, to Lou, perhaps. Oh no, Cruising's no. not in this one. Cruzen's very busy being um, being the Royal Grand Duchess of Alameda and Contra That's Costa County. Right. And while we're yes, on I that... Yes, I wanted to t- ask you, Dusty, about your crown wearing well, days. Well, first of all, Elsa and I have a little bit of a Romeo and Juliet thing going on, but hopefully without the poison. She is a member of the Alameda Court and Car Council, and I'm a member of the San Francisco one. And so, I'm here today as a private citizen, and I should say I'm not here <laughs> right. uh, abusing my position. So just to add on to what we're advertising here, on November 4th, there's an incredible masquerade ball at the historic Filoli Estate and Gardens. It's going to really be an amazing event hosted by both Cruz and Deleu, Grand Duchess Cruz and Deleu, as well as Grand Duke David Bracamontes. Um, they have donated Faloli to us, and we're going to have pop-up drag, live singing, and dance performances mixed with you, audience, dancing your arses off in your cute little masquerade Fil- ball outfits. At Faloli, that's where they film the exteriors for Dynasty. It's where, yes. um, it's, it's going to be a real, it's like, it's going to be such a special evening. We're really, really grateful to to the people of uh, at Faloli for donating this event. It's going to be something really special. Yeah, and you can get in for as low as $35. Go to https colon backslash backslash. They don't need Ducal. that part, Grandma. <laughs> Ducal Masquerade Ball 2018. Or just look it up online. Masquerade Ball. Um, hey, we're waving too. It's on the Facebook. Oh my gosh, you're taking my picture. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't call your agent first. Yes, filter the f- hell out of that. I'm Let- not in face. <laughs> and I'm always like, is it video or uh, or, a, or a picture? Grandma. <laughs> As I'm frozen with my hand so, waving. <laughs> so, Elsa, tell me your title again. Your um, I am the I'm in Cruzen's court. I'm the Royal Queen of Hearts of the Royal Grand Ducal Council of Alameda and Contra Costa counties. That's a huge region. I know. I know. Uh, Queen <laughs> a lot of Hearts of all said. of it. Yeah. Yes, uh, it's been a wonderful. My my reign is coming up uh, to to an end, and I'm looking for the person to whom I can uh, give my crown. So, listeners in um, Alameda and Contra Costa County, if you're a drag performer, a budding drag performer, um, and want 
want to do some wonderful good in your community, Queen of Hearts is a great way to get into the court system. And, and snatch um, a crown. Message me on yes. Facebook. Add another crown to snatch your Snatch my consolo. crown. Snatch my crown. God Off the top damn it. of her head. Crown your snatch. Miss Ladybug, are you listening? Right. <laughs> and... Um, also, on, on the same theme, to some degree, my title, I'm Miss California Gold 2018-2019. Isn't it Gold Rush, or did they it change it? It used to be. Yeah. Isn't that so sweet? I always yeah. feel like I have to have a pickaxe or something. <laughs> <laughs> Get it har- that, harkens back to the history of Right. The, the Get that kale out of my teeth. Yeah. But um, in, in January, on the, uh, what's the date? What's the date? I don't have it here. 19th, the I 19th, believe. thank you, of January, there'll be a new California Gold pack pageant winner um, crowd. I'm not saying miss because they're encouraging and welcoming all gender identity expressions. And so it could be a Mr. California gold pa- uh, gold winner. Um, but yes, so they're going to be accepting applications in November. That has been a really wonderful opportunity for me to be a part of the San Francisco court and to have the, the fundraiser that, that Elsa and I co-hosted and just really create great art while raising money for great LGBTQQIA organizations. I mean, what a neat integration, really, of art and our passion for art with with doing that work that's so essential for the Bay Area. Yes, Queen. Yas King, right? I think Yas King's a new saying we're all going to be saying. Say it with me. Yas King. Oh, okay. God, Facebook never works when you want it to. God damn it. I wanted to oh, do a real-time thing. This is the late night language so slipping in. So over Facebook. Uh, <laughs> But um, yes, well, so much going on. You guys are busy and you really don't stop to think often like um, what goes into making a good show, like uh, even uh, drag. But let's talk about what you guys are doing. I mean, you just said you had a rehearsal and all the people came and it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, a couple hour situation and then all the writing and all the retooling and, you know, folks listening to us, a lot of sweat, love and tears go into any production, but this one in particular is a work of passion for you, Elsa. Right, yes. primarily Elsa. Yeah, she Elsa's really sharp and has a very clear vision. I'm just co-producing, performing, and designing. But she, it was her vision, and she, when she has a vision, things congeal rather quickly. That sounded lewd, but it's but near, it, we're near Halloween, so it is. Well, I mean, congeal a lot. Of, I mean, it's, <laughs> when you think about even any drag performance, the work that goes into it, even you know. When you when you when 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 I watch a drag queen do a four minute number at a at a bar somewhere, I'm always like, okay, she spent at least three hours getting ready. She spent several hours, hopefully at least, learning her words and stuff. Yes. There's a lot of work that goes into all these productions, and she earned that five dollars. She earned that five dollars. Well, and but it's a who lab- pays five dollars? That's real. It's, it's really a lab. This is really a labor of it's a, it's a labor of love for me. It feels very. It's almost like. It's really making a dream of mine come true to work with this material in this way. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's again, that's part of the fun of drag performance and part of the reason it's sort of so satisfying is because it's all the reinterpreting of uh, music and performers that really, that move you in a different ways. That's why I love, that's why I love, that's why I love doing drag. It's why I love watching drag. Mm-hmm. It's why I love eating, sleeping, and drinking drag. I don't really, but mm-hmm. I love drag. <laughs> you need and a more drag diverse style. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the glitter. 
they'll find glitter in your when you do your flushing <laughs> exactly and one of the other quotes i love from the show is quote if i could i would return your cover and your two drink minimum and every penny you people have spent here tonight close quote i'm sorry i can't do that is how the quote, con- quote continues right so if you like confrontational drag there you go. Have we Come got a, see have it. We got a show for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and fans of Sandra Bernhardt, this is a show for you as well. Absolutely. Uh, and, and haters of Sandra Bernhardt, because as some of you, I mean, we're not going to give off the punchline, but at the end, we express something about her that's not so, <laughs> not so fond. And you just all have feelings to come are welcome here. Mm-hmm. Bring all your feelings, your rage, your joy. Your euphoria. Your horniness, especially, is your, what I would like to yes, see in the audience. Your randiness. Yeah. Yes, because yes, yeah. the bathroom gets action over at Piano Fun. <laughs> Come and go during the show. They have those European... Prison will be running the bathroom. They have those European-style <laughs> bathrooms where the doors go from the floor to the ceiling. You know, if you've ever yeah. been to Europe, like the bathroom... like you, So you could do something in that bathroom. I'm not saying you should. I'm not encouraging it. Piano Fight, don't kick us out of the venue. But I'm saying if you wanted to, you could. <laughs> that was queers. <laughs> uh, if you want to do something in the bathroom you, you just have to go to Oasis <laughs> oh. they, that's, that, that they have those kind of bathrooms at Piano Fight too for those of you who know Oasis oh well then come to uh, yeah, Piano Fight as well fight, well yeah. when they book the show bring because your it's conceal. such a hit bring, bring your, bring <laughs> you your, do it there those, too your pocketbook full of conceal conceal well I also love that's it. like a drag name we've been yeah <laughs> It's like congeniality, <laughs> yes. but we've been, we've been saying this is the brainchild of Elsa, and it just makes me picture like this little mason jar with like some strange formaldehyde and a little brainchild in it. Right, a brainchild, yeah. <laughs> which would be in Joshua Grinnell's. You just inhale t- it, and everyone becomes that Terror Vault. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it could be a room in Terror Vault. Yeah, go to Terror Vault, people. I hear yeah. it's marvelous. Yeah, next year I want to do a room there. Mm. Like I wanted to be, I wanted a back room. A back. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to do like tear a pussy and then like you like sit on a like a you have to get pushed in like on a, a dolly with two chairs like oh my. you have a rich mind I love it you know I thought you meant every day man's like, worth nightmare I thought it was sort of a gone with the wind thing you were coming how do you, up with how, would you say, how do you say pussy in Spanish do you think Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not Gato. Sure. Gato. Oh, El Gato. That's the name of the ride. And you, like you know, yeah. yeah. And there could be like a lady at the entrance spraying you as you get pushed in. Mm. The lady. Well, it sounds like that needs to be you. <laughs> just ahead. I'll be here. I think Joshua is taking notes right now. Peaches is writing notes right now. Oh God! Well, we did a haunted house once called the uh, Haunted Whore House, and there was oh. uh, a, a. I don't know if you do you remember Elena Bridges? She was fabulous. She moved to Portland, but no. it was her and some other lady. I was pushing the people through this little maze, and they were like haunted ghosts, like bro- um, prostitutes from the past, right? Oh, haunted, mm. And they were like, ah, I love that. And the people, it was Dolly the hostess. It, it was at a club, and it was uh, it was at um oh Big Top when they used to have their oh. South oh, yeah. Market. Yeah, yeah. And the, the folks would just lie back on the chair, and they would come out like all oh, just like relaxed and like they had the time in life. It was so fun. Like people love the uh, I, what I got out of it was people love the opportunity to really let go and just hmm. you know be touched. I think you were at pa- I think you were at power exchange actually. That was actually I might have power been in exchange. a blackout. Yes, yeah. <laughs> or is it power? I did smell smoke yeah, when I got out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're, we're getting off topic here. But uh, but yeah, this is definitely one of those shows, folks, that um, it's, you know, a unique San Francisco experience. 
mm-hmm. uh, created by local t- luminaries, like, and um, and it comes from a passionate place. So it is really a show that must be seen. I agree. So that is November 10th. Uh, if you guys want to call in again before that and plug it here, you're more than welcome. Thank you. Why don't we go out with the Sandra song? Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Um, Can't but, wait to see which one you pick. All right. Well, I'm just going to, this one sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. It's Pill Kiss Me Deadly. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on House of Pride Radio to my lovely guest, Dusty. Love to you all. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tweeka. Bye, everyone. See you at Piano Fight. It ain't no big thing. Late for my job and the traffic was bad. Had to borrow ten bucks from my old man. Uh Uh-huh. It ain't no big thing but I know what I like I know I like dancing with you and I know what you like I know you like dancing with me
that's for?
shot of tequila, baby. Got one. This is not my show. Guys, We're at the makeout room. We got a shit ton of merch. Limited space, but man, if you guys want to come get some shit, man, we got some quality shit.
Thank you. It's fucking fun. How about this big out room?
Anderson at makeout. About the shithead who's running this country. Called Donovan the Drunk. Just corporate, uh, what are they called? Promos. 
but they give them money for it. Like, there's an actual Twitter bird that's part of the plot. Like, I'm not fucking with you. It's like a crux of the whole movie is the Twitter bird. It's so bad. <laughs> and then the children are, like, watching it, like, I need a phone. And the whole thing's about children being on their phones. Like, that's the whole movie is, like, junior hires and high schoolers, like, walking around like this and how that's their entire life. I'm like, why are we letting this be okay? Okay. It's, ah. Okay, last poll for me. There's plenty of them in here, though, you guys. Uh... What is your dream job or what your dream job is uh, to be Yoda? Clearly at that point, I didn't know how grammar worked. Uh, What my dream job is, I would probably say um, I would want to murder Martha Stewart and then make a skin robe out of her and then be her. And like, I would be Martha Stewart. Like, is that possible? Can you do that? Can I actually be her? Like, just to have like, it would be so crazy to... Um, like make decisions and not have a committee about it. Does that happen to you as a woman? Like men make decisions and people do it and then women make decisions and they make a committee. Does that ever happen? Am I the only one? No? That we're not used to that? She gives me the look like, I don't know what you're talking about. I know. <laughs> they always want to form a committee. They're like, we should really, we should really talk about this in group. I'm like, no, we could just get it done. <laughs> it's, a, it's fine. I'm so, I've, I was really frustrated today. Uh, hey, we sing a little song before we start this show, and then we'll get it going with our crazy comics. If you know how it goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. <laughs> I need to get a vaporizer. It hurts. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! Yay! We're all in for a hell hat. Who knows what's gonna happen? These crazy kids coming up. Uh, your first comedian of the night. Your first comedian of the night. What a funny guy he is. You guys can see him in the upcoming Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 5th. Here, he's actually in the Locals Only show, which is the opening show of the whole festival on March 1st at 6 o'clock. But you get to see him now on Hell Hat. Clap your hands together for Marty Cunny! dying alone but that's kind of what we all do so <laughs> I would say that I am most scared of probably kangaroos to be honest uh, I'm talking about like in terms of animals that we are most okay with but are the most dangerous uh, in general I mean have you ever seen a kangaroo kick someone in the face that's some fucking scary shit okay <laughs> they're like deer that can kill you uh, it's true. Uh, it's just that it's just part of the Australian agenda. Just a whole nation of animals that can just fucking murder you. Uh, no matter what it looks like, it kills you. A platypus is poisonous, people. Yeah. You'll fucking understand that. A platypus has a, a venomous barb behind its left paw. Only on one side. It's not even fucking symmetrical. Like, it makes no fucking sense. Uh, I don't get it. I don't. Uh, the whole goddamn nation trying to kill you. Uh, hot take, I know. Okay, high five, always appropriate. Um, not at a veterans march. 
Uh, you never know what they got going on. Uh, that might just be a limb that doesn't go above shoulder height. They might not have a high five in them. Uh, so I, I would just not chance that one. Uh, I was wondering, you say, uh, the question is, is high five always appropriate? Can you go for the high low with a dwarf? Is that okay to go for like the high low follow through with a dwarf? I feel like it is, but like I just don't know. I, I, it's one of those etiquette things that I, I don't have enough or a dwarf friend to figure that out. Uh, I have exactly zero dwarf friends. Uh, that's an untapped market for me. It's like Laotian friends. I don't count my landlord as a friend. Uh, next topic. God, is it real? The re is she real is a real question, right, guys? No, God, is it real? Oh, man, so deep, you know. We get real deep with the hell hat. Um, yeah, God, is it real? I sure hope not because that means someone's been watching me do all the dumb shit that I do. Uh, I mean, essentially, the people are scared. I don't get it. Like, you can't be, like, religious and then also be mad about, like, the NSA because we've had, like, God watching us this whole time, and, like, some people were fine with that. And we're just adding another layer to that. It's like God and some creepy weirdo behind a computer. Like, what's the big deal? What's the difference, really? Uh, the same guy that made platypuses and kangaroos is watching you jerk off, okay? Like, that guy's clearly got an agenda we don't understand at all, uh, which I think is kind of his thing, right? Is that... That's the God thing, right? We don't really get what he's doing. Yeah, so... Uh, if he's real, he's a real weird guy. Uh, I'll, I'll go with that. I'm going to fill every one of my pockets. I was kind of wishing I wore cargo pants so I could put <laughs> one of these in every single pocket by the time I'm done. Finally use every bit of the cargo pant. Uh, kids, yay or devil spawn? <laughs> Porque no los dos, guys. Porque no los dos. I think kids are both. Uh, mine will certainly be Devil Spawn. Uh, I was a terrible child growing up. Uh, it was weird because I was actually a blonde child until I was about two years old. And then, like, and as soon as my hair turned brown, I actually turned evil. And I didn't realize. <laughs> huh? What would you say? That explains it. That explains everything, right? Yeah. I, it was like a weird metamorphosis where, like, I didn't learn it wasn't okay to, like, punch people in the balls until I was, like, six. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, I can blame my uncles for a lot of that, but, like, some of it has to come from me. Like, <laughs> some of that has to come from me. But at the same time, I'm going to get to convince them all the little kids to punch other people in the balls. So, like, I guess I can see where the cycle continues. I can say, so yay, but, you know, unfortunately, they are devil spawn. Um, let's see. What do you know more about any... Uh, more about than anyone else. Uh, these days, it seems I know a lot more about cuckold porn than a lot of my friends. Because uh, <laughs> uh, anyone ever gets into the conversation, I like start throwing out terms and stuff, and guys are just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, you guys don't, oh, never mind. <laughs> No, uh, there's that. Um, definitely wrestling. I haven't found anyone else to talk about with recently that is 
really as much into wrestling as I am, which is unfortunate because uh, to really understand where we got to in this con- as a country, you have to watch uh, Donald Trump's whole stint in the WWE back what, 10, 15 years ago. Keith knows what I'm talking about. It was fucking amazing. And you got to watch two billionaires challenge, like, use wrestlers like they were play toys to like challenge each other. Like, my wrestler could beat your wrestler. And it was like, oh, yeah, what happens if mine beat yours? Uh, I get to shave your head. And that was the contest that they had. And Donald Trump, of course, did not lose, but Vince McMahon did. So you got to watch Vince McMahon, a billionaire CEO of a publicly traded company, get held down by the Texas rattlesnake Stone Cold Steve Austin and get his head shaved by him and Donald Trump. It was, and then we elected him, like 10 or 15 years later, we elected him president. Uh, I think that's just tremendous. Uh, Really gives me tremendous hope, of course, that as we all know, 2020, 2024, we're going to have The Rock running as president. And then we're going to have, no one's going to be able to debate The Rock. It's, He's going to be up there, like, you know, he's going to pull all the old rock lines out. It's going to be like when Arnold Schwarzenegger was running for governor, and everyone, every time he said, I'll be back, we're like, you're in, man. You're fucking in. Like, this is a shoe win. Why are we having an election right now? Uh, <laughs> uh, I just can't wait for that debate. It's going to be, what are they going to do, the fucking line? Like, it's going to go, but I don't know. That's just what I think, Senator. Uh, what do you think? Well, I, it doesn't matter what you think. He's going to pull up that line, and that debate's going to be over. That's going to be on the first question, okay? Uh, it's going to be, when he finally gets in, it's going to be, can you smell the legislation cooking on the congr- Congress floor, guys? It's really got some <laughs> tremendous some tremendous stuff we're putting forward in there. All right, now we'll move on from that. I just got excited there a little bit. Uh, why your parents aren't proud of you? Uh, my dad gave in his uh, retirement speech, he said, uh, yeah, every single cunny male since coming to America has worked for the city of San Francisco, except for my son, Marty. <laughs> 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 I was like, Is, I can't tell if that was supposed to be a compliment or not, but it sure didn't sound like one to this room full of firemen and cops. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, it is true, though. I am the first... Uh, the first non-cop or fireman in my family since we came to America, uh, which is pretty fun. Uh, and I'm pretty sure my parents know it's because I'm the only one who wants to like keep doing drugs after 30. Uh, <laughs> and so that like became like readily apparent to them the first time I went to Burning Man. They're like, oh, okay, <laughs> we get it now. All right. Uh, uh, uh. The last one night stand. Ooh. Can't even remember because I'm just such a good guy. I always call him back. No. Uh, what is the last one night stand I had? Um, really pretty, pretty straightforward. Uh, <laughs> 69 to girl till she threw up on my dick. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> you know, general stuff, uh, classic stuff. I don't know. I mean, what? How did your life on? I don't know. I didn't. It wasn't like I didn't like blame her for it. I appreciated the uh, enthusiasm, but it was just like I can't like continue this now. Like that's that's a first impression that's hard to 
literally hard to wash off. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> All right, are we merely are we merely a simulacrum? Does anybody want to clue me in? Simulacrum. Okay, so you're gonna have to go ahead and tell me what this means. Are we all robots that seem human? Somebody was wa- has somebody been watching a little too much Westworld? Uh, somebody has been watching a little too much Westworld. I kind of hope so, because um, I don't know. It it would explain all like the breaking down of all my joints and everything. Uh, that would that would be like, oh, I d- he just need to get some oil in there. Uh, not, you know, a fifth of Jameson a night. That's not the oil that I need. It's, But if I start drinking actual oil, I don't think that's really going to help either. That's not a chance I'm willing to take. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, last poll. Last poll? <laughs> Are you picky? <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> um, I don't know. Am I picky? I would say that... Uh, I have a, a line I don't cross, but it's it's kind of hard to see because it's been on the field for a while and I haven't freshened it up. It's like <laughs> when you you know you go to play in like a community park, you can kind of see where the line is, and so no one knows when it's really out of bounds. And every once in a while, you'll see it and be like, "Oh, you're out." You're like, "Ah, you're right." That's my line. Is like sometimes <laughs> I don't know I'm way over it until I'm actually looking for it, and. Uh, <coughs> Yeah, I think I'll leave it with that. I think that's, that really says a lot about me. Thanks so much, guys. The hat is hell. When I wrote that one, I was thinking more about food, but clearly you were thinking about sex, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. I think I fixed that a little bit better. Uh, your next comedian up to Brave the Hat is one of the favorite favorite comedians in the entire Bay Area. It's a real treat to see him for you guys. It's a treat every time I get to see him. Clap your hands wildly for Joey Avery. Yes, thank you, Pam. Fellow UCSD grad. Go Tritons. (laughs) No one gives a fuck. Uh, Did we have a real team? We had several. We had we had water polo was very strong. I uh, we had a baseball team. I thought I was gonna go play baseball there. That's like why I went to the school. And then they were like, "Yeah, you're small." And I was like, "Fuck you, dude." <laughs> um, and that's, uh, that's how my athletic career ended. But you know what? My athletic career has never ended because I throw leg kicks every night. Um, all right, why are you feeling these feelings? <laughs> That's a a good question. Um, Why am I feeling these feelings? Well, right now, probably uh, red wine and weed are the reasons that I feel this way. Uh, And holy shit, are you asleep? Yeah. (laughs) The way you're sitting, you look like you're like in a chrysalis. You look like an insect that is returning to a different life. Uh, looks like we've both dabbled in the same things today. Um, the feelings that I'm feeling right now, I feel great. I feel fantastic. I think most of that is probably, I think this Hawaiian shirt is probably mainlining into my body right now. I think that if, if you put a Hawaiian shirt on bare skin, it's, it's like an acid tab and it just kind of like soaks in and you become riddled with the spirit of aloha. 
Uh, and that's that's what you want, because the aloha spirit means I'm basically a tropical drink right now. If it was if it was raining, I would just I would just use my tiny umbrella, and I'd be fucking set. I'm living life inside of a pineapple. I am SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> that is who I am. I am SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, and I live in a pineapple under the sea. Yo, all right. Uh, did you did you guys watch that show? It's a good program. I feel like animated shows get to do way more crazy shit. Like if you're writing for a kid, you're like, ah, their imagination's crazy. Let's get all the drug references going. <laughs> um, if you're an adult, it's like, oh, let's talk politics. I'm fucking boring. Um, were berets even cool? That's a good question. Um, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say berets were cool because anytime someone has like one of those long cigarettes, uh, it is cool. And if you're wearing a beret, you have to be smoking a cigarette. Or, or, or a paintbrush. That is acceptable <laughs> as well. But you have to be mixing it on one of those the stereotypical palettes. I wish I was a painter. Do you ever think about, I, I just wish I was better at visual art. I suck at it. But I feel like if I was, I could be very pretentious. And that's that's what I want. I want uh, you know I want I want to be classy. I could have a little uh, little fucking turtleneck, and I could tell people that they just don't understand my art, you know. <laughs> but in comedy, if uh, people don't understand your your art, you're just standing in a quiet room, and uh, no one believes you. But if you're in an art gallery, it's like oh yes, well most people pay ten thousand dollars for this. You can eat my fucking balls. And that's what I would say if I was a painter. <laughs> and that's why I'll never be in the Smithsonian. <laughs> I could paint Barack Obama coming out of a bunch of leaves. I could, <laughs> I could do it. No, I couldn't. I really couldn't. It seems hard. But I could, I could have Photoshopped that. I, you know, looked pretty fucking cool, though. I liked it. Um... Did anyone see the Hannibal Burris Photoshop of that? Because that was hilarious too. Um, do you care about the World Cup? Yes, I do. I care a lot because I can only care about soccer a tiny amount. And that amount is once every four years. Uh, and when I care, I fucking care. And I will watch Ecuador and be like, fuck yeah, Ecuador, that's my shit. And then, you know, I, and then I don't care again. Because um, that is the American way. When we can <laughs> extract resources <laughs> or fun, we care about your country. Um, and otherwise, you know, call me later. Uh, I, was, I just came from watching women's downhill skiing. So that should give you an idea of where my mind's at with sports. <laughs> you know? <laughs> is it popping right now? Uh, if Bob Costas is going to stand on NBC and be like, this is historic, this is unbelievable, I'll be like, yeah, he's probably right. And then I'll fucking watch it. I don't give a shit about figure skating, but if you tell me it's the biggest moment in this young man and woman's career, I'll watch that. Because sports are basically just reality TV for boys. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, people are hitting each other. Uh, this is football, of course, not figure skating, although god damn it would I watch figure... Uh, that's just hockey. <laughs> That's just hockey. Um, <laughs> and that's one of my favorite sports. So I think I really got to the bottom of that quickly. Um, 
But it is like I watch Sports Center and. And then if someone's watching like E News, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? All right, you, they, these people don't care about you, but I believe in LeBron James athleticism. <laughs> like, <laughs> we get into the storylines. I know who Tom Brady's wife is. It's basically People Magazine. You know, it's just freaking testosterone up. So it's super chill. Cause that's how that. Because that's how that works. That's why I go to the gym. Get fucking get that testosterone going. Boom. Tell us about drugs. I don't think that I need to. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I've been to mutiny radio. I know how I know how it goes around here. Um drugs are cool. 